Let's focus on the economics. Do you remember that phrase, British jobs for British workers? It was used by Gordon Brown once. You might describe the newly announced policy as unskilled British jobs for British workers because the foreign unskilled immigration is more or less stopped. Numerous business sectors have expressed horror at not being able to recruit overseas and have said they'll never get the workers here. And it is fair to say Britain is currently, if not fully employed, it is a very highly employed economy at the moment. So how does an economy adjust when the tap is turned off? What happens to wages and prices? Just before we came on air, I spoke to Jonathan Portes, Professor of Economics at King's College London. Well, the market has to adjust one way or the other, and there are a number of different ways it could adjust in theory. Output could fall, businesses could close and simply stop doing what they're currently doing. Is it not economic anymore without the workers to fill the jobs? Alternatively, wages could rise to attract new workers into that sector. That in turn might well lead to prices uh, rising and demand falling. So output would still shrink as well under that route. Businesses might invest in technology to replace the workers. So you wouldn't see an increase in wages or in the employment of native workers, but you would see higher productivity of the workers who remain. All these routes are possible in theory. What is striking about the UK labour market at the moment, of course, is that we don't have swathes of spare labour. We have unemployment at three and a half percent. We have, you know, the number of adults participating in the labour market as high as it has ever, ever been. So the idea that you might attract new workers, that, that looks quite a stretch, doesn't it? It does. And we can also see that just by the experience of history, right, of what we've seen over the last 10 or 15 years. We've had huge numbers of new workers from abroad coming into the British labour market. But that hasn't put off British workers, quite the contrary. In fact, the employment rate for native-born British workers is at its highest in recorded economic history. So we've seen that more immigrants goes alongside higher employment for British workers. There's no reason at all, really, to believe that lower immigration will go alongside higher employment rates for British workers. In fact, I don't expect much, if any, of the adjustment to happen via attracting new British workers into the workforce. Let us now look at these specific proposals. On unskilled immigration, what are we at at the moment? Even without any change in immigration policy, uh, even while free movement continues exactly as it has done for the past uh, um, uh, 40-odd years, we've seen this very, very sharp fall in migration from the EU, in particular, unskilled migration. So net migration from the EU is probably running somewhere between zero and 50,000 a year. That's down perhaps two-thirds since the referendum. And of course, only a fraction of those people are actually unskilled. So unskilled EU immigration has already fallen a lot. Immigration from Central and Eastern Europe for various reasons, mostly but not entirely related to Brexit. So I think the likelihood that there are going to be very large further falls is actually quite small. And then let's also look at the skilled side, because what seems to have happened here actually is, if anything, an extension of skilled and semi-skilled immigration, more of it. Um, that's right. But what these proposals promise in theory 
It's a quite significant liberalization of the system for skilled workers coming, and indeed medium-skilled workers, coming from outside the EU, and then extending that same system to workers from within the EU. So uh, there will be a, um, a lower skill threshold and a lower salary threshold than currently applies at present, which you would expect to lead to an increase in the numbers of people coming from outside the EU with medium and high skill levels. Difficult to say exactly what effect these changes have on the overall numbers. But what's your guess? I mean, the government was saying 90,000 would be the reduction. Well, the government did say a couple of weeks ago that they expected a fall of 90,000 in unskilled EU migration. Now, I and others pointed out that that was just nonsense because the number is already well below that. I would expect that the net reduction we'll see from these uh, changes in total will be relatively small, um, somewhere between zero and 50,000. And so the overall impact? Um, I actually think that this system could be relatively positive for the British economy. This is a considerably more liberal set of proposals than we saw from Theresa May. These proposals would leave the UK with a relatively liberal and flexible immigration system. And that actually might go some way towards mitigating the uh, negative economic consequences of other parts of the Brexit process, like increased trade barriers. Jonathan Porters, uh, economist there.